0: I'll never say that again out loud. Um, I'll just say it in my head every now and then when I need some strong motivation. Just, we do it big with the deep shit. It kind of reminds me of something that I said to somebody about acting. It's about acting on camera. That when you need to make an exit or you need to have a look of, of concern or pensiveness on your face, you just have to have a thought about ice cream. Like watch a show and when someone does a look... Or walks off the screen, they're really going, I think it's time for some ice cream. Or did anyone leave me any ice cream? Or maybe I shouldn't have had that ice cream. Those are just, that's just a trick that you can use. Actors out there, yeah, you're welcome. You can call me Michael Shirtleff of this podcast game. Wow, that's a really specific reference. Speaking of (laughs) actors, I sat with a friend of mine, Eliza Skinner. For this current episode, who is a fantastic actress, writer, comedian, improviser, and I've known her for a few years. She does a great show uh, called The Beatdown, which is a freestyle rap battle among comedians, which is best when people come expecting to see a freestyle rap battle and have no idea it's comedians and are very disappointed, yet slightly uh, uh, amused at the exact same time. Anyway, we sat down and talked about perception and, uh, you know, she's, uh, as you'll hear sometimes gets uh bogged down with concern about what she's putting out and what she's getting back and the relationship of the two. And it's something that I think I struggle with a lot myself. So, uh, we had a very silly, uh, very irreverent, uh, Very um, strange. All those words are interchangeable. (laughs) Silly, reverent, and strange. I should just be looking at a thesaurus page right now and just say every word that that comes to mind. Anyway, here's the episode. Um, We're going to start off with a really shocking bit that her and I uh, just improvised, you know, because we're geniuses. Deep shit.
1: You sound loud to me, too. You, Is it this one? I think you're closer to your mic than I am to mine.
0: Yeah, I am. I'm trying to get intimate, trying to get NPR-ish. Oh, okay. You know, now, now I'm niggas public radio. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, please.
0: I hope you hit record. <laughs> that's,
1: please build that whole sketch. That's gold.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to NPR, niggas public radio. Oh. Uh,
1: we got some Celtic music coming up. Yeah, we got
0: some Celtic. And also, motherfuckers, send us some motherfucking donations. Yeah. You like niggas on the radio? Send some niggas some money. Send that cheese, motherfucker. Anyway, we're here with Rick Ross. How you doing, Rick? I'm all right. Rick, who is your favorite uh, artist of all time? Oh, shit, that's got to be Fran Schubert. Uh, <laughs> Fran Schubert. He's like the Fran Drescher of music.
1: This american life.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> It's getting cut. All this, (laughs) anyway. um, (laughs) Eliza Skinner, Baron Vaughn, just newly back from Europe. Hooray! Hooray! You were in um, Scotland doing the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. I was. What was that experience like?
1: Uh, Wet. It it rained all day, every day. I
0: thought you meant that you were just really excited the entire time.
1: Mm, Yeah. Oh, I couldn't get enough of those cobblestone streets and clowns.
0: Wait, are there a lot of clowns?
1: There are so fucking many clowns. Wow. Why? Well, partly because my definition of a clown is pretty broad. Um, (laughs) That too. If you're wearing clown makeup, if you're wearing any kind of like clown, like what I could buy at a store, and be like, I'm, I'm looking for something to make me into a clown. If I buy that and you put that on your face, right. you're a clown, and
0: that's what you saw a lot of.
1: Yeah, but they, but it would be like zombie clowns or lesbian burlesque clowns that was an actual one um there are all kinds of, a lot of a lot of kids doing holocaust plays but with
0: clown makeup
1: clown makeup yeah
0: so finally people are trying to take clowning <laughs> to, to a different level yeah give it
1: some edge i was
0: wondering you know when they read the books on, when did mm-hmm. clowning as we know it today start oh that that, that was at the Edinburgh right French Edinburgh. festival 2011 yeah
1: exactly yeah people
0: were clowning around And you'll Are you going to finish that word? (laughs) Just put a D on the end of it. I was trying to
1: harmonize.
0: Oh, yeah, that didn't work. No, it didn't. I always harmonize with, um, (laughs) I always do this, car alarms. Like if I hear like a, Mm -hmm. "Eh, eh, eh," then I start to do like the lower version. I'm like, yeah. I just start dancing. It's ridiculous. Um, Usually I'm also alone and I'm also laying down most of the time when I hear a car alarm. Yeah. Right?
1: This doesn't sound sad.
0: When have you ever heard a car alarm during the day?
1: All the time, walking around.
0: Oh, that's a question I thought that everyone was going to agree with me on. But yeah, you're you're like, going no. get a roar
1: of applause. All the
0: time. It's like, who, who breathes? Uh, me. Everybody. Oh, I didn't think anybody was going <laughs> to... All right, I'll take me and my respirator. we we'll get out of here. Um,
1: but you don't notice them, I think, as much during the day. You notice them when it's early in the morning. Yeah. You're like, why is this happening Because to me? there's no other sounds. Yeah. Exactly. And because okay. it bothers you then.
0: I thought you were going back to the clouds. You're like, you don't notice them in the day. I'm like, No, really? you
1: fucking notice them all the time. <laughs>
0: Did you have an experience with a clown at all?
1: This year I was smarter about it and avoided them. I went last year also
0: and last And year- you were dumb about it. You went up to every clown. Hey
1: clown. No, I just I let them I, I would like make eye contact with them and like there was one who that's
0: worse than making eye contact with somebody representing children in a national continuing story
1: <laughs> there was one it, it, i hate those people too um,
0: i don't need i don't hate i'm, just, to make I'm fun bad of. about
1: people approaching me on the street and that's all edinburgh is it's constantly people flaring you and being flyering, uh, yeah, approaching yeah. You on the street um yeah and there was a clown that followed me crawling last year pointing at my shoes i like colorful shoes colorful sneakers pointing at my shoes going oh pretty oh pretty and i was like you are so close to getting kicked in the face right now <laughs> but no one's on the side of the girl who kicks the clown in the face
0: yeah no matter how i don't know about that i think yeah. if, if in an of that if there are as many clowns as you say people have been like yeah well yeah that clown mm, asked for it now nah, he's really got a red nose Gagooch. yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's my onomatopoeia of a of a like a, a rim shot Gagooch. yeah exactly um,
1: and one of the guys from my cast last year knew that I hated clowns a whole lot. So um, on the last day, my last day flyering, we would flyer with big bowls of candy. And the clowns always wanted to steal our candy because I guess they don't get paid well. Sorry about your clown decision. Like
0: steal it like as a bit or just no, steal No, they it?
1: would eat candy all day. They would eat our jelly beans all day. Like that was it – was, it became – Sounds like a really interesting to a point metaphor, where it, Yeah. A it's, euphemism. Yeah. He'd be eating my jelly beans all day, Um, and they uh, they would eat the jelly beans all day. And so on my last day, I'm I'm sitting there flying, and this clown comes up to me. And the other thing is they don't speak a lot of times, Mm -hmm. clowns, which is real annoying. And so he's pointing to my to my bowl, and then to his mouth, and rubbing his tummy, and being like, "Mm, "Oh yes, oh." And I was like horrified.
0: Was he saying that, or was he? Yeah, he
1: was making those little noises like, "Oh yes." And so just as the words, you use your words, start coming out of my mouth, I realized that it's a guy from my cast who is dressed up like a clown
0: and come here just
1: to do this to me. And I was like, you are a sick person. What is the matter with you? And uh, we all had a good laugh. And then he went back to our flat and hid in my roommate's bed. So that when she came home, even though she there knew was a clown in her bed, she, even she knew about this but had forgotten about it. So she came home and opened the door to the room, and there's a clown in her bed, <laughs> and she just freaked. Out. I thank God that it didn't happen to me because Who I would, have, that? Who I would that? have punched him. Name in the motherfuckers. Uh, the guy's name is Brendan Dowling. He is hilarious, and oh, well, that's in a good bit. Chicago. He's he's like one of those guys who's king of the of the bits
0: oh man yeah a clown in the bed that is absolutely <laughs> that's what
1: i'm looking for a man in the street and a clown in the bed <laughs> A
0: clown in the sheets <laughs> that is not that is not no, the hip-hop no mantra you that. usually hear no yeah. one is looking for that male in the streets clown in the sheets um speaking of clowns that's what i call a um <clears throat> A uh, transition that has nothing to do with mm, anything. Speaking of crowns, isn't this uh, delicious? This
1: cream soda. This cream soda. This black cherry cream. This soda? episode
0: is brought to you by Virgil's Black Cherry Cream Soda. Not really. Yeah,
1: they have no idea. They have no idea who it. I am or that I
0: exist. <laughs> but um, I enjoy their products, and I'm drinking the shit
1: out of it. It is very tasty. Oh, look
0: at this! I didn't even see this micro brewed with black cherry and vanilla beans. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's. Uh, and I think that it's just something about like. No, I don't know what I was saying, but um, it's got all natural flavors and no preservatives. Yeah,
0: I got a, I got it's that shit at Whole like, Foods.
1: It's like drinking sunshine.
0: I had the experience of being the only black person at Whole Foods that didn't work at Whole Foods yesterday, <laughs> and that's always awkward.
1: I had a similar experience when I saw Tyler Perry's live show.
0: Oh, I thought you were going to say when we went to a Tyler Perry no. movie
1: <laughs> No, 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 when I saw his live show I was the only white we, person there Did you go
0: by yourself? I, yeah. You went by yourself Who was going to pay
1: $100 for a ticket to that besides me? Um, that I know That's true Nobody, nobody would.
0: Another white person, and that would have been extra awkward
1: it, Yeah, so it was me and the people who worked there and <laughs> At the theater? The, yeah We're all white? Well, a handful of them, yeah
0: Oh, okay I'm,
1: Were all the people who worked at Whole Foods Black? Every single one? Yeah Really?
0: No <laughs> No, Not every single one A handful If <laughs> there you, you will A clownful.
1: There you go Is that
0: a is that a quantity?
1: Mm-hmm. It should yeah. be
0: Like I have a I but got a never... clown full of beans over there
1: Well you never know though I mean those cars can hold Who knows how many <laughs> Who
0: knows It's like So you have beans That if they started coming out of the bowl They would never stop coming <laughs> mm-hmm. out of the bowl That's exactly what I mean
1: And they would have tiny Tiny bean dogs also sometimes
0: and, and Tiny bean um, One things What One things? Yeah those. Unicycles Is what yes. I meant to My brain was like I'm not going to let you get to this <laughs> word but speaking of which, we once went to a Tyler Perry movie together. We did. We went to see um, Tyler Perry's adaptation of For Colored Girls.
1: Which I liked. I liked it. I mean, I, I actually a- enjoyed it too. Yeah.
0: And in the movie, <laughs> there was a point where I'm watching this movie and I'm with you, and I realized I'm the only person with a white girl <laughs> at this movie. And then suddenly, I became very. I just realized once the movie was getting close to the end. I'm like, I'm going to have to leave, and I'm going to be the only person with the white girl. I
1: believe it was the moment where um, the abusive husband was dangling children out of the window by their feet. Yeah, uh, and all of the all the women on screen uh, on screen were screaming like, "No, no, not our babies!" And he, you lean over to me and go, "Okay, when this movie ends, we're going to have to
0: run out of this theater." <laughs> I, I want to say that I told you to leave before me. <laughs> You said we had
1: to be the first people out yeah, of the Yeah, I, okay, I did say
0: that Then I was trying to devise a way to sound less rude <laughs> then I realized that that <laughs> was impossible And then I was like Yeah, I can't uh, be seen with you <laughs> that's, yeah. that, that's, that's all I was And I was like, I don't want to be seen with you And that's when I hugged you And you did, you put your shoulder in my I don't think I've ever flinched that strongly <laughs> But you don't want to be seen with me, Baron. I was, and you were like, "Oh, I was like, oh, get off me <laughs> They're all going to think we're together
1: Oh and I shook my face. They'll tear us
0: apart. <laughs> they tear us apart. I don't know how they would have, how they would have seen it or perceived it, which brings us to our subject. Because that's just like I, I sometimes get. Um, there was a time, there was a time in my life when I opened my eyes and there you were. Lay this were track down. Lay it down. Oh, that's an old song. Oh. Um, when I dream about you, you don't know that song. Yeah. No. Okay. It's from the 90s, from my radio. Oh, I was too young then. Oh, okay, yeah. You weren't born yet. <laughs> I get it. But um, I I uh, once had a... Uh, it's interesting, too, because I have a lot of female friends, and I get sometimes bothered when people think I'm with that person, like it's any of their business in the first place. Mm-hmm. But I remember once in uh, New York, I used to do a show in Brooklyn a lot, and uh, my friend Jessie, who was the girlfriend of my roommate, who were both the, they were both the blondest people I've ever known in my life. She kind of looks like Jenna Elfman. Okay. Actually, except with the bigger butt. And she, he, I don't remember, he was working or something and she was like, hey, let's hang out. You know, Andrew's at work. We'll meet up with him afterwards or something. I'm like, yeah, sure. So I was doing this show in Brooklyn and I took her with me. And then I walk into this show and I'm literally with the only white girl in, and it's not even just like a white girl. It's the whitest white that you could possibly white. <laughs> it was like she's blonde. She's an Aryan poster child. And then I didn't think anything of it. Until the next day, when people were like, "Oh, so is that your girlfriend?" Blah blah blah. Where's your girlfriend? I'm like, "What are you talking about? That white girl you brought here yesterday." I'm like, "That's not my. That's just my friend. That's my. You, that's my roommate's girlfriend."
1: Do you think they noticed her more because she was the only white girl of there? Of course. They-
0: so if, like, you walk if you walk into a room in and you're the with, only person that looks like you, but I mean, do
1: you think they would have even bothered asking you if you had walked in with a black girl? Like the next day, they would have no. been like, "Were you with?" I don't know. No, they so would just like. Gah, gah, gah. I, I guess
0: sometimes I get sensitive to it. I remember having a, a, a. I've had a couple moments when I've had white girlfriends that I get extremely sensitive to what I think people are thinking in the streets.
1: Oh yeah, I I, d- I dated a black dude mm-hmm. for a while, and I remember walking down the street and not only seeing, not only getting like nasty looks from black girls sometimes. Mm-hmm. But seeing black dudes audibly say, like, hey, nice to him <laughs> and, like, nod at him and be like, yeah, all right. And I'm like, what is that about? And he was like, that's about you. And I'm like, really? That's a thing? Is this- and it that, is does- a,
0: that is a thing. Yeah. That is a thing. Yeah. I don't know if I've gotten that ever. But um, I, uh, yeah, I just, there have been times when I've gotten really, really sensitive about it. I once had a conversation with a friend who... We we had deemed each others we had deemed each other our um, art film black buddy that we were black people who liked art films and if we wanted to go see an art film with a black person that we could go to each other mm-hmm. and we saw Triplets of Belleville and we saw Kinsey.
1: Were you guys wearing tiny glasses and big scarves? Oh
0: yeah, okay. very very Good. huge scarves. <laughs> the whole outfit was a scarf. Right. Um. But first, one time she wanted to see Van Helsing. Do you remember that movie? Yeah. And um, so, first of all, she kept calling it Van Hesling, oh, which no. I thought was hilarious. Like, I want to see Van Hesling.
1: Very art film person thing to say. And you
0: know what? We went to see and I didn't understand why she wanted to see that. It's a if you don't know, vampire movie with Hugh Jackman. And then we went to see it. And afterwards, she could not have been more angry. Just the whole conversation was Why? Did I want to see that? I'm like, that's what I had been asking you <laughs> for the last two weeks. What
1: did I think that movie you know, was? It's
0: like, what did I think it was going to be? I'm like, I don't know. You tell me. She's like, it was, you know. And then she went off on it. But one time, and this was toward the beginning of me doing stand up in New York, I had run this joke by her that was about I had noticed this pattern that that the white women I had been dating had been Jewish mainly. So I had written this joke about it. And um, <laughs> she, I told her the joke, and then she goes, I don't think that's funny. I'm like, What? What, what, are, you, what are you talking about? To say that you only like Jewish girls? I'm like, no, I didn't say that. I just said that I have noticed a pattern that when I am with a white woman, it happens to be a Jewish girl. And then we got into this whole argument, which as a black woman, she put it to me how she feels when she sees a black man with a white girl. Mm-hmm. And then while we were having the conversation, a, a homeless black dude walked by. With his homeless white girlfriend (laughs) And I noticed that she was not listening to me Anymore That she was like staring them down I'm like they're homeless (laughs) Like that's probably what they have in common (laughs) They probably don't see race. They probably just see bags. That's yeah. all they see. You made of bags. I made of bags. Let's <laughs> be together.
1: Yeah, I think yeah. Homeless does trump race as far as how you describe a person. Okay, like which one... guy was it? Uh, was it the guy? He, he's tall. Short, he's the homeless guy. He's the homeless, he's the homeless guy, homeless guy oh, okay. that, that that we
0: know that. But now I know that's a, that's a that's an uh, an inalienable truth to you. Homeless Trump's race. Good to know.
1: <laughs> well, in Eliza Descri- Skinner. Homeless said, Trump's race in describing someone. Because you know oh, people are always okay, like yeah, that's true like they don't want to they don't want to say the race of the person that they're describing it depends
0: who the person is yeah well, you know bill it depends burr. on the race of the you know bill oh. burr right yeah he had a very funny joke about the difference of how white people and black people address race mm-hmm. like um yeah he said that um black people will say the race first and then white people will say the race last Yeah, like black people be like this chinese motherfucker <laughs> And then why people go like this motherfucking Chinese guy. Oh yeah. And I was like, wow, that's fascinating. I've yeah. never thought about that. So true, Burr. Mm-hmm. Relation to Aaron.
1: Um oh, I saw a homeless guy yesterday at Starbucks on his laptop. Oh. On his MacBook. Okay. And I was like, I had a, it was the it was the hardest time I've ever had not staring at a homeless person, and I've seen homeless people with like one finger growing out of their head. Yeah, and I've been like mm, homeless guy, but this I was like, what? How did the, I, I like how to you
0: imagine have- you staring at him, and he looks at you, and then he like covers his screen. Like, yeah. you're not getting these. Working on buttons.
1: an amazing script.
0: I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, in the middle yeah. of the third act. She's gonna steal it all.
1: Yeah, just surrounded by bags. Clearly, in homeless wow. person uh, clothes and like the the, the skin of a, a homeless person, so not somebody who was just like I'm going to dress up as an acting exercise, which I always think people are doing. That's something I'm.
0: I can only imagine that it is a um, <laughs> acting exercise. I can only imagine that it's a very generous donation made by somebody that wanted to say that they gave a homeless person a laptop. Yeah, that like that was their story. Yeah, at all the Christmas. Oh, I get a homeless Or a this laptop. homeless
1: dude was smart and like had saved up. His name was like, I'm going to, I'm working towards a laptop and got some old laptop and you know,
0: that's true. That's a possibility. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Boom.
1: Who knows what they're carrying around. That's sometimes. what we're here for. Yeah. Um, Kudos to that. Guy.
0: Kudos to that. Like, but on, on back on subject a right. little bit, <laughs> um, because when I asked you uh, the question of the cast mm-hmm. of the pod, uh, the question of the pod, the quad of the pod, mm-hmm. um, and I said, what is that thing that you constantly come back to over and over again? That big life theme mm-hmm. you said. Well, I'll let you explain it
1: um I said I, I think it's a uh, a combination of image and self and perception, like who you are and how you put yourself out there and how the message is received like um can can i can I get people to understand who I am and is the image that they have of who I am what I think I am, and are they more right than I am or have has something been lost in the transmission mm-hmm. um so, yeah, that's what I'm... Like, even when you asked me that question, I was like, what is it going to say about me?
0: Oh. What, what, is, what is the answer going to say about me?
1: What is that... How does that shape who I am? Mm, interesting. Or how I am seeing? So
0: that's the thing you always find yourself up against.
1: Yeah, because I feel like people have all the... You know, we all have our own specific uh, um, experiences and, and places that we come from that shape how we take in things, you know? Of course, yeah. Um, so I... It, so, so how, like for instance, you present yourself to me um, goes through all those filters and I'm like, oh, I like that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and the same way could go through someone and they've got their, just their different set of filters that make them be like, ugh, I hate that guy.
0: But so but are you working against other people's perceptions of yourself or your self perception of yourself?
1: It's um, because both. when you
0: say because when you said, what does that say about me? Mm-hmm. Do you mean what does that say about you? To me, like, what am I going to think about you depending on your answer? Or are you? Is it the deeper level of you're revealing something to yourself that you didn't know? Well, I think
1: there's a lot of that too. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely a spectator of myself, also. Oh, great! Where I'm how's like, the show going? Ooh, you know, ups and downs. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of, a lot of fat. We
0: could trim. Oh, we could trim some of that yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. You could drive a, a truck through some of those pauses.
1: Yeah, and I think that it affects my uh, comedy, and I don't know that it's a good thing. Um, because I feel mean? like, well I feel like a lot of my comedy comes from me trying to be like, do you get me? Do you do you uh, understand me? Are you getting a clear picture of who I am, audience? Mm-hmm. And then I'll kind of get the idea like, oh no, they're not. All right, let me refocus it. Let me reframe it. What if I say this? What if I say it this way? Now do you guys get me? And I'm like, is that really what comedy is supposed to be about? Shouldn't it be about like, here's a silly dog I saw? <laughs> <laughs>
0: not at all. Not at all. I was going to say that you should reverse that and it would be like, you know, come from the place of I'm not sure I get me. Yeah. And and give the examples of, I think that, that studying that question in a sort of a way, like, what what are you learning about yourself through mm-hmm. the way that you behave? I think that people will really relate to that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But do you get me? I get what you're saying because you do, I mean, you you have a lot of things that, in my opinion, you kind of, I, I feel as my, as your friend that you are, those are the things that you're just like, oh, what what does it mean that people know that? What are people projecting on you because you're white? What are people projecting on you because you're a female in comedy?
1: Yeah, exactly. When, and how do those change? Like, yeah, I'll, I, I, especially with the female stuff, I'll constantly be frustrated that I do something that I see than a guy do, and it gets received completely differently. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's not fair. How, but then I can't fight that. I have to... Understand that and take it in and try to figure out why is that and then work with that, um, and, and that's that's yeah that's exactly.
0: Well, what on know. that on that subject, give me give me an example. I guess can you can you paint me an illustration of something like an experience or or something that you've dealt with or something uh, to kind of exemplify what you're talking about. Just in terms of like that, do you get me? Like something like that has happened to you. Uh. Good, good sound. I like that sound. Uh, um, that sounds like the grudge.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I'm like, well, like it, one, I mean, this, this, I don't know how specific this is, but um, being in Edinburgh, you know, I was living in a house in a flat with um, f- seven other people. Mm-hmm. And so that was con- and people who had different levels of already having known me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really strange to try to get to know them and let them get to know me in amongst this huge group dynamic that i'm not used to i'm used to
0: one on one
1: yeah yeah where i feel like i can really listen to somebody and they can really listen to me and then suddenly it's like this constant um uh, uh static all around, and how that person looks at me affects how the other person sees me being looked at, and da da da. da. Well, that's
0: what's going on in your head, at least. Yeah. 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 Okay.
1: Um. And uh. And yeah. And I, I. I. So. So. You're right. A lot of it is just what's going on in my head, and that I end up like. Ugh, you well, guys I mean, it's... think that I'm like this, like, the, and so. So at one point in a the rehearsal, they were like, "Let's let's have you play a type of character that we don't think that you would type. You would play. All right, play an ugly person to me, and I feel like. I play ugly people all the time. Yeah. Really? That's what you think I am? That it,
0: Do I come off as vain? Okay. Is that what you're thinking?
1: Yeah. W- w- and after I've just sat here and talked about how much I think about people thinking about me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm doing the same thing. Like, I'm also thinking about, yeah, just um, how, like, I feel like I need to know you to figure out how you're going to receive what I'm trying to say. You
0: know? Yeah. You're, so you're, you get to know a person cause you, so you can know what their filters are. Or that's a that's a part of getting to know someone. Yeah, is exactly. Now I know how you take things. Yeah, and I know how to present them to you.
1: And I know what to get upset about and what not to get upset about. Hmm. What to be like? Oh, they didn't mean that this way. They oh, give
0: me give an example about me.
1: About you? Yeah. Uh, is there
0: something I've said to you that like you're like oh that I, if that was someone else I would think that's an insult.
1: Yes. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh,
0: but now since it's Baron, I see what he's. I think I see what yeah, he's trying to say. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. That, have it made you cry?
1: You have not made me cry. Okay, good. Um, but but yeah, sometimes uh, you you've said things like like okay one night we uh, we went and had dinner at one o one. Do you remember this? Yes. Um, I, oh, I had, we've done that a few times. Was it just now. you and me? It was just you and me. Okay. And I was uh, staying right by there, and I had already eaten, but I was like, oh, Baron is like you sh- at this point did not even have I think electricity here, or you didn't have any lights here. You didn't have like anything really had moved in so i'm like picturing yeah. you here with a flashlight and a bowl of cereal <laughs> and you're like do you want to get dinner and i'm like why are you yeah i'll go get dinner with you yeah absolutely come on okay and that's uh, a good friend i was trying you know yeah, yeah. and so uh so we sit down and, and you're, i said something Oh, you're immediately like that scarf looks stupid what's up with that hat oh look i'm wearing a hat i've got a hat on wow <laughs> And i was like and i looked at you and you're like what's that face mm, i don't like that face you're giving me a mean face and then i was like. Baron is being funny. This is this is just barren. Like it, it feels to me like I ripped into like, your scarf and
0: hat. Yeah, yeah. Weirdly, that it doesn't feel like something I would do, but I guess it's scarves in particular. <laughs> Anytime I see anyone wearing a scarf, especially if it's not gold, I'm like, but it's not cold. What's the scarf about? I I can see. Okay, continue with your well, story. I cut you off.
1: Well, I mean that that's really all that it is. That I, I was like,
0: were you wearing a hat too?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was like Maybe I've never seen January. you wear a hat. It was something like that. Yeah. Um, mm. Maybe it was uh, It was a fuzzy hat. You made fun up, of how fuzzy the fuzzy hat I was. I guess it was just
0: out of character to me. Because when I, when I think of you, I don't think of you in a hat. I've never seen you wear a hat. Mm-hmm. So maybe that well, see, was the that's first I mean. time. Like,
1: that's the, so I, so I, I did not have that image that you have in your mind of me.
0: Yeah, because I guess I don't think of you as a person with ha- with, that wears hats. <laughs> and then when you showed it with a hat, it was fuzzy. And I'm like, whoa. No, I know that she's a fuzzy hat kind of girl. Yeah. Oh, and and she puts it with a scarf. That uh, I uh, okay.
1: Yeah. So basically, I'm yeah, trying to defend you, myself. You, I
0: don't. I don't even, but you know don't if even that's, really remember it. Yeah. I don't remember.
1: Um. Yeah. So so you you know and you were um you were uh, yeah kind of uh abrasive about it, but I think just in a way that you were trying to joke and i think you were stressed out at the time because then we ended up talking you we were talking about some other stuff that, that was stressing you out and then i went back and was like oh that's why that's that's why he was like coming a little bit more from from this like yeah, yeah, yeah. it seemed a little bit more intense yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: i'm an angry bird
1: <laughs>
0: that's what that's what i am to you yeah okay yeah it uh, makes sense
1: yeah huh. i mean i don't know it, does that sound crazy the, the,
0: absolutely, you're completely wrong, uh, and you took God. it in the wrong way. Uh, I can't believe you. Uh, no,
1: I mean just in general. Like, do you, are you getting a sense of what I'm talking about? Yeah, okay.
0: I am getting a sense of what you're talking about. <laughs> I mean, that's the whole point. I want to hear what you're talking about. Yeah, I want multiple examples. Oh God. Or in Spanish, ejemplos. <laughs> yeah, it's the only Spanish word I know. Yeah,
1: and well, and like you know, I think a lot of it also has come from from arguments with friends, with people being like, "You're doing this," and me being like, "What." I'm not trying to do that at all. Hmm. But that, but you but you get that? How can I do something that I'm not trying to do? Okay, I have to find out where that is in me and how I'm accidentally doing it or how I'm not doing it, but you are See perceiving it. it. Right. Because you're coming from some place where you think people do that all the time or whatever.
0: Yeah, I like to think, and I've, I've noticed this. I mean, this is something I think is just a lot of people do. It's, it's very easy to be like, that's all in your head. Right.
1: And I really don't like to do that. Especially like yeah. take the note.
0: Take the note. That's absolutely right. Yeah. That is the, and that's a big theater thing take the note. But that is like in, in college, that was my biggest pet peeve with people who can't take notes. If yeah. you disagree with, first of all, this is a group session. We're all getting notes. We don't need to hear your hour long argument about what you were doing.
1: Yeah. And didn't you pay for this? Exactly. Didn't pay for, or, or, I mean, if it's college, did no, you pay for this? Yeah, class you paid for this education. And you wanted this to improve you. So and why if you disagree you not-
0: with it or you don't understand it, ask once everyone is released. Mm-hmm. Right. But I would take the note and be like, OK, like literally the best note I ever got in college was, I don't know what to tell you. You just have to do it better. <laughs> And I was like, hmm. And I, I re- most people would, and I remember everyone turned was like, I what can't do you do with that? He, someone just said that out loud to Baron Vaughn, <laughs> no less. And I was like, okay, yeah, all right. And I honestly was like, because the absurdity of, the, of that, the directness and the bluntness of it was just so refreshing. And really, what it did is it got me out of my head. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what she was trying to do. Hmm. And that it because I was overthinking what I was doing, yeah. And she's like, just do it better. And I was like, hmm, okay, yeah, I'll just do it better. And then it, it changed everything, wow. But lot, most people would cry, <laughs> most people <laughs> would cry and be like, but I'm
1: uh, 19 or whatever, yeah. But see, I think part of that is you decided how to take it, you mm-hmm. were like, this is going to mean this to me because mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. a lo- that would bother a lot of people because they're like, I don't know what that means. Well, I think, but you were like. Okay. Yeah,
0: and I think that for you and I, I think that we're similar in a way in that, because what, what that story was leading toward is that, um, in, on the theme of taking the note, is, like I said, like some people are just like, no, that's all in your head. You're crazy, right? Mm-hmm. So I know what I think I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. And I know what I think I am and what I think I'm putting out. But everyone has blind spots. Mm-hmm. And there's stuff that I do that I don't see it. Mm-hmm. But if it's something that I've been told and especially if it's something I've been told multiple times. Exactly. Then it's like, well, I'm doing that. Yeah. Then I'm doing that. If I continue to and I and there's certain things that since I've heard them so much that when I feel like, oh, I'm doing that thing again, I'm lecturing or something, you know, mm-hmm. things that I'm I do or I'm nitpicking at something that it's really not that important, but it's because something else bothers me. Mm-hmm. So I can check in and be like, All right, don't be a don't be a douche. You know, your life, that thing you're called life barren, you gotta do it better. You just gotta do it better.
1: Yeah, yeah, but it's and, and I think also a lot of it is is growing up and knowing what your what you can can change mm-hmm. and what you can deal with and what you just can't. Like what is like, all right, well, that's a situation I shouldn't be in. Can we get into that? <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Well, what's something that you think that. Here, well, here's my question on on again on what I was saying. Like,
1: well, like like I was saying. Oh, I'll ask that you ask it before I answer. Well,
0: it. <laughs> I was going to say that like um, just is there a thing that people say to you over and over again that you do that you don't see that you're now like okay, I guess I do that thing over and over again.
1: Um, <sighs> something that, that that I hear over and over again, and now I do see and understand. Yeah. Um.
0: <sighs> sounds like Eliza, you always blah blah blah, and you've heard it enough that you're like, you know what? Maybe I'm maybe they're right. And maybe I need to figure that out and be pay attention to when I'm doing that thing.
1: Well, there's something close. Okay. Um, uh, I get told that I'm judgmental a lot. Okay. And I don't feel that I am judgmental. Um, but I recognize that that means I am doing something that, that makes people feel judged. Mm Um, so that is what where I'm at with that one. Where I'm, uh, I don't want to make people, especially when it's n- people I'm not thinking about at all. Okay. Um. So, uh, so yeah, that's one.
0: I think what you need, Eliza, um, is real life emoticons. Yeah. Like when you say yeah, something judgmental, so. you need to smile and wink.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know, I, well, I, don't I really think the, like I think, that wink. I think a lot of that also is being a woman. Um, and ha- people having certain expectations, having certain like mommy expectations for me, because not not only am I a woman, but I'm a woman who's usually who's very often in kind of a, a high status position. Role. Yeah, yeah. And so if if they do something, I'm like, that's cool. They're like, what? Mommy didn't love it, and I'm like, oh, I didn't know. I, I you needed me to love it. I, I love it. It is great. You know. Yeah. What I mean?
0: And then it feels weird because now yeah. you're, now you're saying it because you could see that they want you to say it. Yeah. Even though you meant it before. Yeah. yeah. Well, you do have a. I'm, I'm looking at you from across the table here And you do have a stern face
1: <laughs> Yeah, a little bitch face a little No, not, bitch a, face. not a
0: bitch face A bitch face is different than a stern face Yeah, I, I have done many studies on this mm-hmm. Okay, psychologically
1: No, yeah, I know You
0: have a stern face in that you If I was
1: a dude, this would be smoking hot <laughs> It would be exactly what people were looking for But on a lady, it's like oh, You don't have a bitch face so because you, you have an
0: open face and you have a very open face, and when you say something, you're very direct, and you make eye contact, which mm-hmm. people take as, I think sometimes you'll make a joke, maybe that, but you say with such an open, direct face that people yeah. are like, oh my god, she means that, yeah, I and think they're scared, true. yeah, and, and you're uh, also playing the bit of obviously I couldn't possibly mean this, but since you're not smiling and winking, having yeah. having real life emoticons, mm-hmm. they're like, Eliza oh, mm-hmm. so Skinner,
1: hates because me. I because I learned to not smile and wink as like it's better comedy. <laughs> Commit to Commit it.
0: Commit to it. Don't comment. Commit. Yeah,
1: exactly. So so I feel like now I, I try to remind myself to go out of my way to say nice things yeah. and smile like and smile more often and try to be friendly in an active way. Because I always thought that being friendly was just not not being friendly. You know, like if you're not being mean, then you're being friendly, which is not the case. You have mm. to actually do friendly and active things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like if I walk into a room and I don't say, hey, fuck you guys. If I <laughs> just walk into a room and just stand there, Yeah, that doesn't make me friendly. That doesn't. I have to walk into a room and be like, hi, everybody. I'm excited to see you. And fuck you. <laughs> and after, and fuck right fuck after that thing. guy in the corner. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: <And> everyone's like, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Here's a, here's a thing. Um, two things. I'll tell you this. One as an improviser Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. uh keith johnstone
1: oh this again
0: well he wrote a book (laughs) called Uh. impro but there's something he said because he has a whole chapter about status Mm -hmm. and um it's 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 just a fascinating idea to think about in life that he says that everybody has a status that they're comfortable playing that we're we're status specialists that we'll say something authoritative but then to adjust back to our real status, we'll say something self-deprecating right after. Well, I think it could be this, that, and this, and this. But, but what, what do, do I, I know? know? Exactly. <laughs> and he said that like uh, a, friend, a friendship is you agree to play status games with someone where you're constantly knocking them down or knocking them up, and you guys do that. Well, like, here's your breakfast, your highness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hey, thanks, you fat cow, or something like so, that.
1: Wait, in that example, you're constantly knocking them down. You're constantly knocking them down.
0: <laughs> hey, I really like that thing you did the other day. Oh, Dub-dub. thanks a lot. Too bad you're an asshole. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but, again, Keith Johnstone is British. hmm And this is something I, I heard recently. I think it was an interview with Simon Pegg of Hot Fuzz and Shaun of the mm-hmm. Dead. Paul, etc., cetera, et cetera. yeah. and the new Mission Impossible. Oh, um, yeah, I know. And I ran, Star Trek, and Run, Fat Boy, Run.
1: Mm-hmm. What else has he? T- I gotta Google it.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness! But I think I think it was an interview with Simon Pegg. and the the question was, "What do you think is the difference between British and American comedy?" Mm-hmm. Right, and I thought this was really interesting because it, it, it obviously comedy is always cultural. This is why I feel like sometimes like i feel like british comedy is a little bit more about ideas because they're in that tradition of monty python Mm -hmm. and that they like the absurd and they like the silly
1: yes very much so. but american comedy
0: is about the self yep and is about like i'm a shitty guy or whatever you know i'm a shitty person and sometimes when we go to the states or or like a, a comedian from the states goes to england and has a lot of jokes about themselves they're not well received yeah. Whereas a British comedian comes over here with these crazy, silly jokes about ideas and animals talk and everyone's like, oh, my God, that's hilarious.
1: Well, or uh, like with the the British office, mm-hmm. they do the that American style of it's about this this person. About and, the self. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I That was definitely my experience being in, in Edinburgh and London. Um, and and but it was well. But what I did was well received. People were like, oh, you're doing this thing. Mm-hmm. Um and, uh, and so, so yeah, it, it went well. I actually did. I think I told you about this. I did the show set list there.
0: Oh yeah. 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 Paul Provenza show, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. is the
1: improvised uh, up show. And that was. They
0: project a set list behind you mm-hmm. and, of ideas for jokes and you basically do that set.
1: Yeah. And they're crazy things. There's like crab psychology and, uh, uh Royal Pram. Um, I don't know all kinds of weird stuff. And, uh, and a lot of the British comedians who were real joke guys had a hard time because it is hard to come up with a well-crafted joke based on out of a, nothing. Yeah, based on nothing and weird words. But uh, people who had more of a kind of character, um, and especially if that character was themselves, mm-hmm. they were just okay with, okay, here's who I am. Putting that out there, um, they did a lot better.
0: Yeah, that makes it. total sense. Because also I always notice that the the Americans that become popular in England are ideas guys. Yeah. In a sort of way. David Cross, um Bill Hicks. Mm-hmm. You know, that people are like, oh they they they're taking down these these sacred cows. But okay, back to point. <laughs> mm-hmm. The one thing that Simon Pegg said that I thought was really fascinating is that he he said that Americans constantly need to hear I'm just kidding. Mm. They need to if you make a joke to yeah. them. And they're going to take you seriously unless you say, I'm just kidding.
1: And that's one of my most hated phrases.
0: I'm just kidding. It's
1: something I like cut out of my vocabulary, which I think you're right. I, I probably should re- put that well, back in there.
0: <laughs> in England and you have a British father, mm-hmm. they have the tradition of taking the piss out of somebody mm-hmm. where it's like, obviously, I don't mean what I'm saying. You know, sometimes there might be a little truth in there, but everyone can deal with it. Yeah. They're, like, like they're very like, like you're an idiot. You know, and then they walk out of the room like, oh, well, I guess. But here we go. You're an idiot. I'm just I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to go over, here. which is emoticons. That's yeah, conversation. It That's is emotional. Com- com- emoticons. emotional
1: emoticons. Yeah, it's true. Thoughts on that? I, you're right. I should probably put it back in. But that feels like uh, that feels so
0: it's a, it's a it, You're. you're giving in stand up.
1: Mm-hmm. Like if
0: you're on stage, you can't fucking. Obviously, you're kidding. Yeah. It's a stand-up show, yeah. But in real life, especially when you're with someone that's not a comedian,
1: yeah. Oh, but it's gotten so much harder. But comedians are fucking so, so sensitive, so, so like, sensitive. We, like I, I sometimes it's like comedians well, can't take jokes, and it's exactly what I'm talking about. About like about constantly reviewing, how am I being taken? How am I taking them in? Mm-hmm. Are we understanding each other accurately? And 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 I feel like that's what a lot of comedians are doing. Like, well, Oh, that's what they think I am they think i'm that that stupid idiot
0: they think yeah exactly Uh, well because it's because as comedians we are constantly going back and forth from actual conversation to a bit yeah to back to act. like i said something the other day to somebody and they just stared at me and i'm like oh i I was joking and they're like oh okay i was like why would you say that i was like yeah no that's not true
1: yeah yeah i feel like and i feel like I, i i you at least correctly identify that uh, well, because that's, that's something I'm very
0: sensitive to also, because I'm because from having a lot of normies or uh-huh. non coms I mm-hmm. call them people who aren't <laughs> comedians in my life. Um, I have seen that it seems to be consistent that when I'm I think I'm obviously joking about something and I'm saying something that I couldn't possibly really believe is when I'm always taken seriously. Mm-hmm. And when I'm saying something that I actually do believe and think they're like ah, like, you funny man <laughs> Yeah, so you with your jokes yeah. are, are you ever off is what they say
1: yes just now just now I yeah
0: whatever <laughs> you're calling them like you see them it's like no i just think that yeah <laughs> <laughs> no one has ever told me ever that i'm calling something as i've seen it
1: i will oh yeah well oh. thanks yeah next time you do it that's a joke no, nah, you him. call He's it like smile. you see. Uh, how good. Uh,
0: good um, you? Go ahead. There's some thoughts in there. Go ahead. Oh, um, yeah. Do it. Spit. <laughs> spit them.
1: All right. So what I'm trying to say is that no, no, not
0: like no. that. <laughs> <laughs> not spit in the black sense. Oh, okay. I meant spit in the uh sense of the incans
1: Uh huh. Yeah. It's a. Uh, yeah, so maybe it's just that I'm I'm a, a cross cultural breed with the British father and the uh, and the American sense of humor uh, mm. delivered father, through the British, uh, but
0: raised in Virginia. It's true. One of the original colonies.
1: Yes, and I'm descended from Pocahontas. So.
0: Oh, that's right. You yeah. just, you just told me that recently. Yeah. That's so cray mm-hmm, cray.
1: Poca- you know. See, and that's the thing where I'm just I like I am America. <laughs> Pocahontas and the
0: British. And Virginia, put them together. And tobacco.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Smoke like a chimney. That's not true. My mother would have a heart attack if she thought that I smoked. Yeah, you don't smoke. No, I don't.
0: I've never seen you smoke.
1: No, because I sing.
0: A lot of singers smoke.
1: Yeah, which is stupid.
0: Well, it, it really does a lot in that one. Well,
1: yeah, I tell my students, because uh, I teach musical improv, when I see them smoking, I'm like, that's that's a note that you're not going to be able to sing. And that's why they love me so much. Is that what they you don't, really, do not Do you them. really say that? <laughs> that's
0: a note you will no longer be able to be saying. I'm just kidding. I, <laughs> I
1: do sometimes. Um, yeah, and and if they look, oh, then, then I do say, I'm just kidding. I, yeah, I think I need to put, I'm just kidding in there more often. Um, or maybe come up with my own version of it, like, That's the donkey balls or something That's the donkey balls (laughs) Knocking them down
0: (laughs) You look like an idiot I'm just knocking them down It's
1: jokes It's all jokes
0: Yeah that's why I, I Have learned to I guess in a way Exaggerate what I'm saying In a way where I'm saying it so pronounced that you couldn't so possibly take it correct you know like it's
1: a character who yeah, has
0: exactly bouncy
1: eyebrows then i become
0: the guy i become a character i do this voice or whatever i'll do like a conan scientist yeah. or nick yeah. Swartz well, character I think, you
1: know i think maybe part of this robot. also is just that i hang out with comedians too much because i've tried doing that and they will call me out on it and be like oh you're doing your fake voice you're doing yeah. your doing your uh silly time fake voice because that's something you don't mean and i'll be like Oh I shouldn't do that
0: All comedians want to get it, that gotcha moment we yeah. all, we all, we're, all we're all trying to I've outmeta i each something other something you're doing It's so fucking Oh is exhausting. this lame
1: food you're serving me airplane <laughs> <laughs> Gotcha
0: <laughs> But really the joke is more about like Wow airplane food joke Just saying that that yeah. joke exists Now well especially with that Anyway back to your father mm-hmm. uh, I think there's a lot of gems in there No I'm joking <laughs> I'm actually
1: working on material about him. Are you? Yeah,
0: because, well, oh, man. You're trying to do that autobiographical material? Well, because he is so intense. Well, you, you, that Sarah Benincasa had that show when she was in town recently, Family Hour, and you told that story about your father. What was it? You were interviewing? We
1: were casting people for Tell that story right now. (laughs) We were casting. uh, I worked on a film with my father a few years ago about the founding of Jamestown. Where Pocahontas was, it was all very family related. Who
0: was that town named after?
1: Uh, King James. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, Continue. And uh, so you
0: so <laughs> had no idea that I was joking.
1: <laughs> no, I knew, but it still <laughs> knocked me off course. Okay. So we're doing this uh, sh- this movie about the founding of it, and we were interviewing just extras for the most part, and we needed they kept bringing in little kids which we didn't need there were no little kids there but so we had to interview all these little kids just kind of go through them and my dad was doing all the interviewing and i was just sort of taking notes um and he was not doing a great job with the kids and the worst one was how why was how was he not doing a great job because he's a very stern guy he's a very stern guy that's where you get your face from yeah so these um like these big indian men who were uh, like um, I mean, Native American, they call themselves Indians. So, because I would call them Native American Americans. Indian. Yeah. I would call them Native Americans. And they were like, Indian, just say Indian. We call each other Indian. I was like, okay.
0: Yes.
1: Um, but they were giant with covered in tattoos with like one side of their head shaved because that was authentic. And they would come in and be like, hello. And my father would be like, hello. He would match them. <laughs> yeah. they would, And then he would laugh at them sometimes because they were so stern. They'd be like, I am authentic. And he's like, okay. All right, buddy. <laughs> um, and, uh, but then these little kids come in and they're, they're like, so this little girl came in and she was all by herself about four years old, maybe five. Um, yeah, must have been five. They wouldn't let a four-year-old in by <laughs> Oh um, yeah, that one year. Five. Yeah, that p- puts you in you kindergarten. Need one, you knew that one year. Yeah, you're good. So she's sitting there and um, just all uh, right, little hands folded in her lap, and my dad leans over the table and is like, "So, do you want to be an actress? Do you like acting?" And she doesn't answer. She just nods her head. Yes. Yeah. You like acting? No, you don't. You don't like it at all. <laughs> You get scared, don't you? You get very scared. Scared right now, aren't you? (laughs) all right, well, thank you, Kelsey. <laughs> wow. Long, like Intense eye contact the entire time he's doing all of that. And I, and I was just like, what are you doing? And after that, I was like, okay, I am in charge of these. I'm going to go ahead and ask these questions. The kids come in and I'd be like, hey, what's your favorite subject? Recess? That's funny. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> like these, you should talk to a child. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay.
0: It's, yeah. it's not a Meisner class.
1: Yeah. So that's my father. So yeah, that's that's probably how I come at people. So that's
0: my dad. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I was going to ask because... This is, and this is a hard question to answer. So, you know, obviously struggle with it. Mm-hmm. Um, is there, because I'm, I'm I, I try to pinpoint things, I guess. Mm-hmm. What's that movie? Pinpoint? But I'm a cheerleader. Mm-hmm. You've seen that movie? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Natasha Leone. Yeah. And uh, who's the that? The gay other? camp one? Yeah, yeah. It's about a gay camp. That's with right. RuPaul. RuPaul's in it and Kathy Moriarty, mm-hmm. And Rufy, O. Rufy, O. Rufy. Oh, isn't it? Um I don't know the guy's name. I feel so bad that I, whenever I see him I'm like that's fucking Rufio. That's what I think every time. You know Rufio? You know what I'm talking about? Hook? You never told Oh the yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. Alright. You were shaking your head no. Yeah. But now Hook. Yeah, yeah You're with yeah, yeah, me? Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's the one who was in charge where Peter Pan was gone. Yeah, yeah Anyway, yeah, yeah. he's got the He's got the hair. <laughs> um he's the one with the hair. And a skateboard. I
1: want to see Hook again. Yeah, it's. Been, was that what going to be what the question was? Been do been I want, bling, to see Hook you again? want to see Hook again?
0: I do. It's been playing every now and then on cable. Really? That's the best thing about having cable again. Random movie. Just random. Oh, well, I, I wasn't going to watch uh, American Tell Five Goes West, but <laughs> I guess since it's on, I don't know.
1: I think my cable only gets Fools Rush In. Oh, it's always. On. <laughs> that
0: was on the other night, and I didn't right? watch it. Why yeah. is that
1: always on? Anyway, your question.
0: It's always something that's always on, isn't it? I feel like. Um, Shawshank Redemption has been replaced by a completely different movie oh, that I was, keep was seeing Oh, was Shawshank on. Redemption always on? Shawshank Redemption That's was the movie. That's when I had was, cable, man. Was, but I don't remember. I forgot the movie. Anyway, what was I talking about? You
1: were talking about uh, But I'm a Cheerleader.
0: Yes. and But I'm a Cheerleader, there's a whole thing about like the root, they called it in the movie, where it's like you identify the moment that you, some, the thing that happened to you that made you gay. Mm-hmm. And if you can identify that root, then you can, you can remove it. You can remove it. Right, which weirdly is a philosophy I use for a lot of my own personal problems. Huh. When I think of like something that I constantly do, a habit that I see no longer serves me, mm-hmm. I try to pinpoint what it is that's underneath it that I'm really getting. Like what? Because even if you do something that you say, like people say like, oh, I don't like to fight. And then they fight all the time mm-hmm. when really you love to fight. <laughs> so even when you do something, something yeah, when you do something that's shitty, you still get something. There's still a pleasure there that you get from it so it's like i try to identify what all that is and try to think of well what is the, the emotion under it? it's like well it, it all comes from me wanting to feel like i matter or something like i'll identify mm-hmm. what it is and if i do this and this and this and this then it makes me feel like i matter and i feel like i'm alive and i probably think that because of x y and z right right so that said mm-hmm. if you know like i said it's hard to answer where it's my root not your root well yeah what I is know. what is the well, root like can you think of an experience that started making you think about perception and self and what you put out versus what people perceive Um like if there was, Yeah,
1: I I I mean well, I don't know. See, I, I I feel like there I can I can definitely think of
0: A couple. Yeah, well, but I don't tell me I don't couple. Know, like
1: what the first? That's fine. Okay. Just give me some examples. Um I had a I had a a big disagreement with a friend. It was pretty much a falling out and like not friends anymore. When was this? Uh, this was about th- two, three years ago. Oh, okay. So recently. Two, three years ago. Yeah. Okay. Um, and Had a big falling out with a friend. Yeah. And she uh, she told me that I was doing a lot of things that I didn't think that I was doing. And so it, I've spent a lot of time trying to figure out how and where I might be doing those so that I can not do them. Because that was not a fun experience. I don't want that to happen again. Mm-hmm. Um, and also to be able to properly kind of take take the note and take credit for it and be like, you know what? I did do those things. And I say, yeah, you still don't see them. Yeah. But I think another problem, another thing is, um, that, uh, to, to go way, way back. Um, I think people look, people kind of get programmed to what, what's important for them and what, what they, what they want. And for me, I think the, the two big ones that people either want love or respect. Of course. Um, and I somehow got programmed for respect. Right, rather than love. Okay. So I'm really good at garnering respect, not as good at garnering love. And so a lot of hmm. times I'm trying to to fix that to be like, well, how can I how can I switch those? I got to turn that
0: respect into love. Yeah, Whoa. exactly.
1: Which is not the same thing. You don't uh,
0: as you as you yeah. says you are slowly learning.
1: Yes, it's true. It's Painfully true. and slowly,
0: yeah. with yeah. a lot of winks.
1: Yeah. Just kidding. Just kidding. Bring it, what was see, it? all the, the donkey balls. <laughs> just donkey balls. Um, that feels like saying, like, see, see, to me, that feels like, oh, that thing that I, I that hilarious joke I just threw out into the world, uh, let me take it back. That's just a joke. I, that's not, that's not, that's not a
0: big thing. Yeah. I mean, but the, the, I mean, like, that's, that's, I don't think that's ever going to change. I mean, I, I hear comedians that have been doing stand up for, you know, 25, 30 years struggle with that sort yeah. of thing it's just like you know i mean obviously you just get better at it and we're we're in that state where we're supposed to struggle with that like well how much of it am i supposed to mean you know how much of it is coming from truth and how much it's just punchlines etc 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 cetera. right hmm that's interesting on your friend thing it's interesting because i i i maybe you have this experience have you had this experience i'll say and maybe you did but with, when you had this breakup mm-hmm. with your friend which i noticed women Break up with their friends. Yeah, like that I, I've never I, seen a. I, I mean, like I hate I've to never say, initiated a friend men breakup. women sort of thing. But like I've all, I've seen, I know every female friend I've had has a female friend that they've had to break up with.
1: See, I've never initiated a friend break up. I've always just been, been the like, breaky. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, cause I'm like, I don't know. Do I, should I have to
0: always a bridesmaid, never a yeah. maid of honor. But
1: I, I don't know. I've never had to sit somebody down and be like, here are all the things I've never said about how much I don't like you.
0: Well, but also none, when, when those things were happening, they were never addressed.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like they, like,
0: it's like been sitting there yeah. like a pot, That you put a cover on and then it overflows and everyone gets burned. See,
1: that's when I do do that. I'm just kidding. Because when those little things come up, I'll be like, ah, you're upping my shit too much. (laughs) Ha 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 ha. Oh, donkey balls. (laughs) Seriously, that was for real what I just said. You're upping my shit too much? Well, like if that's the problem with them. Like if I have a friend who's like. um, like, Upping your shit too much. Yeah. Yeah. It's like in your life. I'll say it, but I'll say it. This, this yeah, was no, but,
0: but it that, plants a seed. It does this, it, yeah. It does the opposite? Yeah. You kind of have to. So you're, you want to say that thing, but you're afraid to hurt a feeling,
1: mm-hmm.
0: hurt someone's feelings. So you kind of say it with the wink and the smile. Mm-hmm. But sometimes that leads to it not being actually processed.
1: Well, but I feel like that's better than not saying it at all.
0: I don't know about that. Oh yeah. I don't know about that.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we don't agree because you're wrong. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> and then a stern look For anyone listening I'm just kidding And then you stared Um uh, then you went straight To Rise of the Planet of the Apes um, I want to see that um, You know what There's a lot of controversy about it The one thing that is true about it Is Andy Serkis is a genius Alright That's it You know who Andy Serkis is? No. Andy Serkis is the guy who plays Caesar, the ape. Oh, yeah? He's the guy whose face has been motion captured. He also was the Gollum in um, Lord of the Rings, Smeagol. And he also was King Kong in Peter Jackson's King Kong. He is the world's foremost expert on kind of motion capture acting. And I read an article with him recently about how he thinks it should be um, recognized by the academy because he's like They see it as like I'm in a suit and stuff but I, I'm all of the emotion all of The facial expression the intention Whether it's fi- the physical the physicality Of it he creates All of that and somebody said that He's probably our generation's Charlie Chaplin oh, yeah, which is true I think mm-hmm. he's a he, he's kind Of a genius and that he doesn't speak He spends a whole This whole movie in a suit with Cameras on his face and just Expression, you know, with his eyes and with his just, just, just his face, he doesn't say anything, and he still makes you go. I am with this yeah. fake character, you know, because people just see the CGI and they don't think of that a man actually well, created. It's
1: like um, uh, in uh, District Nine. Yeah, I was like, somebody should nominate those aliens. Yeah, the aliens are
0: the- pretty <laughs> they were amazing. And everybody- I cried
1: at the little baby alien. <laughs> 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 but then I also cried at Attack the Block. Oh. watched it on a plane which we've talked about
0: before Watched a movie on a plane I still have to see attack the Box. makes you
1: cry I think that
0: has to do with the the height it has yeah. to do with the elevation yeah
1: well also I was holding hands with a stranger so were
0: you holding I no, was the... just kidding. Oh, oh. <laughs> i yeah, I cried at an episode of svu on yeah. a plane it was intense though and i i, I think like um sibling family stuff gets you like especially if it's like when i when i think about like well and on the subject of rape not that any of it is great but um when When it's it's like a sibling rape rape or like or child or something it really gets to me in this episode i saw of (laughs) SBU, this guy i guess the thing is this guy as a child saw his sister beaten and raped and oh, I see I've seen this. You know what I'm talking yeah, it about?
1: Was, it was it was Desmond from Lost, right? You I've never watched Lost. Yeah, it but, was Desmond from okay. Lost Pang. He was in a couple episodes. It was a pretty amazing arc. That guy's art. a great
0: actor. I've seen him in a lot of different he things. He is amazing. And he he I mean that was the whole thing. He had seen his his sister beaten and raped by a group of kids. And but he was younger than all of them and felt completely powerless and internalized it into this kind of yeah. psychological problem where every little girl he sees he thinks is his sister mm-hmm. and then he has to save them from these rapists oh, but then he also becomes the rapist yes yes i was
1: like at first i was like oh you only saw the first part of this
0: and no i know so yeah I and home. then he becomes rapist. Was like
1: it was like three episodes or two episodes yeah, yeah. i saw the together. last
0: part okay because then they catch him and then the, what really got to me is when he they put him back on his meds and then when he realizes what he's done yeah. that he now is not in that state. And he sees that he defiled these girls and he wants the death penalty. And they're like, no, you don't need He's like, no, I want to die. What I did deserves death. And I was like, Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh <my God>. yeah. <laughs> what time is it? One, <laughs> let me get some Bacardi over here.
1: Um, yeah, that's, uh, that reminds me of like one of my other, uh, points i was thinking about about this whole self thing yeah because i totally
0: got off there was something i was gonna <laughs> well, say i got an andy circus thing and- is
1: that you know uh, th- no Oh, i remember what i was gonna no, say no murderer or anything no no serial killer unless they're insane and then get put on drugs um thinks that they're wrong like they th- they're the hero of their stories well some so their their image of themselves is is probably similar to the image each one of us has of our own self
0: yeah, but I think that I think that's still debatable. I think there are some serial killers that do, and then they think that's the difference between like um, sociopath and yeah that regular one, killer. One just sees it as that's what they do, yeah, and then one sees it as a they hate as a sickness yeah. that they hate that they do it, but they have to do it. Yeah,
1: well, but then how about we'll make it simpler? Like the biggest asshole you know <laughs> thinks that they are a oh. total hero. Oh yeah, definitely. They think they're they're doing it it uh, right.
0: Yeah, and I remember a friend of mine used to have a joke uh, way back in the beginning of stand-up and bush was the president this is like oh one pre nine eleven that he used to have a joke about how he doesn't think bush is an asshole because he's, his joke was i don't think bush is an asshole because to be an asshole you have to be capable of thought <laughs> you know he's <laughs> like, doing it on purpose yeah, exactly like he yeah. doesn't wake up in the morning and go i think i'm gonna be an asshole today he's just him yeah. so i have to be like well i don't like anything that you do but you don't know you're doing it
1: yeah so that is
0: um,
1: yeah, sin like so everybody is somebody's villain yeah everyone exactly. you are the villain in somebody's story well that's no it. matter what you intend to do when you when you leave the house whether it's you cut somebody off at a light and you didn't notice that well or- and this
0: is this kind of ties together to what I was gonna say like in 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 relation to the fight that you had with your friend that led to a breakup um, when I get into an argument with somebody and they're telling me you do this you do this you do that you do this right I don't go no you're crazy it's all in your mind. I have to accept that I have blind spots, and in that moment, I say, maybe I do do those things, and I let them talk. I never interrupt them. I let them say what they have to say, and then I say, maybe I'm at fault. I have to admit that I might be as wrong just as much as I might be right. What I have noticed is that sometimes they take that as a confession. That like, maybe I did do that. And they're like, I knew it. You knew it. That's yeah. why I hate you yeah. now. It's like, no, I'm just saying that maybe I, I didn't mean to do yeah, that. And
1: you feel like, oh, see, well, th- th- it's because to me, respect is so important. Mm-hmm. I feel like, well, I'm giving you the, the respect of listening to you and, and thinking that your ideas are, are valid and might be right. Mm-hmm. I, I would feel really disrespectful to just be like, no, wrong. Move on. Well,
0: it's damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah. It's like if you. Well, because
1: to that person, maybe that getting that respect that a that doesn't feel like respect to them, mm-hmm.
0: or it feels like condescension,
1: it's, or it's not what's important to them. What they want is love. They want the hug back. They, I, I, I you don't deserve that. You are. I am so sorry. You are lovely and wonderful. Not right. okay. I'm listening to you. What else?
0: That's a possibility, but I feel like I've that's happened to me a uh, many a time. Yeah. Never pleasant. Yeah. Just as like a. And it's hard because it's like, I don't, I'm not a big fighter, but to some people, they, they take that as, I I don't care. Yeah. You know what I mean? That I'm not getting up and I'm not exactly. giving them their energy, like their intensity back that I'm like, no, I'm just, I'm calming down because I don't want to yell and scream. You're not
1: trading in love. You're trading in respect. Maybe. You just said like they, they, they take it as, the, I don't care.
0: But, it does, but that's the opposite. Yeah.
1: I do care. Yeah.
0: That's why I'm not freaking out. And throwing things, blah, blah, blah. Although I have at times done that, and I don't like that part of myself, but it takes me a lot. It takes a lot. Like, it's like, if I... That
1: sounds like a challenge.
0: Well, if anybody... The only thing that gets to me is when people do things to spite me, intentionally to spite. Yeah. Like, you can say hurtful shit, do something hurtful, but if you didn't mean it, then it's a different thing to me, but... It's like, because I guess a lot of people are just like, how could you not think about me? I'm like, well, I don't expect you to think about me when I'm not there. So if you do something shitty or say something shitty, then you, and you didn't think about me, it's like, well, because you weren't thinking about me. That's why you did that. But if you did it while thinking about me, to spite me, to hurt me in some sort of way, that makes me angry. Yeah. But, uh, oh, that was a mistake. I'm sorry. I didn't mean for that to happen. Then I'm like, okay, well, and also it might still be shitty and I might still be pissed at it, but people make fucking mistakes. Yeah. And what is what is life without forgiveness, brothers and sisters?
1: <laughs> well, that's Tyler Perry's big thing.
0: Uh-oh. Tell me what Tyler Perry's big thing is.
1: Forgiveness. It's all about forgiveness. That, you know, that true. you're you're carrying it around long after the other person if you can't figure out how to forgive. But then also, I feel like... But he like- never talks about how to forgive. So I think he needs to work on that.
0: How to forgive, though, that is a... That is the name. That should be the name of his I, next movie. Like how to forgive? Tyler yeah, Perry's yeah. How to forgive.
1: Well, it would need to be more complicated. It would need to be more conversational. Like, I'm going to forgive one of these days, or this is how I'm going to start forgiving. Like, because he, his, I can forgive all by myself. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Why did I get married? Um, he. Uh, but yeah, yeah, because like you can't just go and have forgiven something. can't just decide like all right i I'm forgive that person you kind of have to unpack it and
0: you do have to unpack put it,
1: it and figure out some drawers where you can place the things neatly and then you can for, uh, forgive
0: yeah people. but then also the, the the question is who needs to be present for that unpacking oh that's true yeah because how it's much like,
1: can you do on your own how much do you need to
0: and i've noticed and i and i think this happens a lot again men women shit um but i think it's like socialization right oh that yeah I, you're taught you know, this yeah, is what a woman is, and then exactly. you grow up thinking. Well, I mean, I think
1: it starts in the in the home. You, you know, you. Oh, of course. You, you, what you look from for from your mother figure, what you look for from your father figure. You yeah, know,
0: I. I'm not. I, I, no, I can't think you're absolutely correct, but that said, you're absolutely wrong. No. What? Um, I'm just thinking that, like, you know, sometimes because okay, this, this is what I'm saying. It's like the socialization thing. I have noticed that generally and of course it's there's exceptions to the rule i know people who are exceptions to this rule on both sides both genders um generally women are more communal Mm -hmm. and when they have a problem want to bounce it off of people Mm -hmm. and they don't want it solved that is the error that i've made with a lot of female friends when they're going through something but they just want to talk through it Mm -hmm. and i'm trying to problem solve Which just annoys the shit out of them.
1: Yeah. I feel like, uh, I think a lot of times they just want someone to say, you deserve to be upset about this. Yeah.
0: That what you're feeling is what you're feeling. Yeah. Good for feeling it. Right? And then men generally like to problem solve. Mm -hmm. And that's why we kind of caveman it. I know I do that. If I have a problem, I just don't talk to anyone. And I kind of hole myself up until I figure it out. And then I'll report back to you when I think I've done that. Yeah. Right?
1: I mean, I I, I myself will... I, um, I'm a chatter. I chat about things. But I do do that. I, I, did ha- I do have to consciously try not to fix problems when
0: people are telling me about them. Yeah. I, I it think, just annoys I them. Think I,
1: got tra- I think I got trained too, uh, too much
0: on the boy side. Well, no. That's what I'm saying. So you're yeah. an exception to the rule. I know a couple of females that are exceptional. Yeah. And I know men boys. that like to just sound bored. Yeah. You know? But also, I think that sometimes with the, with the man-woman... Um, a relationship you know that sometimes that is what leads to the commun- miscommunication because as an acting teacher used to say you model the behavior you um that you want to receive yes so it's like if a guy has a problem the woman's like well if i had a problem i want to talk about it yeah. so then she's talking and he's like what are you doing i just want to be alone yeah right and then if the girl has a problem he's like i'd want to be left alone so he leaves her alone. She's like, "You're not going to talk to me yeah. about this." He's like, "I would." You're can... going to
1: reject me in the midst of my in the problem? midst of my
0: crisis, right? right. And then do 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 romantic comedy.
1: <laughs> men's and women.
0: Men's and women's.
1: That's the name <laughs> of our
0: sitcom that we're going to make up.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Men's and women's.
1: Mm-hmm. Men's and women.
0: Hey, we's men's. What men's and women's is about <laughs> is about um a group of men who open a bar right mm-hmm. across the street from all of their girlfriends. Wait, wait, no, no, no. They bar. open a bar.
1: They open a bar. On, uh, um in a space that used to be a curves so all these ladies keep coming in and they're in their workout and they're like what this is our curves and the men are like it's our bar now and they're like how are we going to get along <laughs> can it be both mm-hmm. but no it can't so mm-hmm. they they have to they have to learn to share the space and and uh, uh, come together and i think they probably learn a couple lessons from each other
0: <laughs> first of all I like my idea better <laughs> Competing bars right across the street from each other, all married couples.
1: Oh, okay, all right. So
0: it's like these women's um, have to compete with their men's, mm-hmm. and they're competing with the same people. Mm-hmm. And then um, other things happen. Um, there's probably a kid in there and a dog. So. I, I feel
1: like I feel like they need some common ground. So no, like, what, like that's like as fleshed they, out as it's gonna get. They, they are <laughs> they, uh, competing bars, but they share a bathroom. Uh-oh. Or competing bars, but they share. a keg. A cul-de-sac. Sure. <laughs> There's some The way road they, ends at they, both bars. They, they have to make common ground on something.
0: They're literally the only two bars in town.
1: Alright, okay. Okay. No, it's kidding.
0: outer space. Uh, yeah! Let's do it! It's outer space, it's on a spaceship and their bars are on opposite ends of the ship. Do, 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 do. Right. And then the 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 captains are... Uh, I got nothing.
1: Uh... I also want to see that 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 documentary about.
0: Uh, Sorry, that was me wheezing.
1: That that uh, <laughs> captain's documentary that.
0: Huh. About um, captains.
1: Yeah, all the guy, all the people who played captains
0: on Star, Star Trek. Trek. There's a documentary about them. Mm-hmm.
1: It was done by um, Captain Kirk. Um,
0: you mean William Shatner? Yes,
1: by William Shatner. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that's what that is. Yeah. I heard about that. So who is it? Him, Jean-Luc Picard. I mean. Um, <clears throat> I just refer Patrick to him Stewart As his, as his uh, character name The woman from Kate Walsh Yes Yeah uh, Um, Avery Brooks Sure Right Deep Space Nine Yeah I guess so Black dude Alright Bald head
1: I didn't watch past uh, um, Next Generation <sighs> I know That's when it got so progressive Then there
0: was, then there was um, Enterprise Scott Bakula Yeah Scott Bakula Shit Um
1: Interesting group of people, yeah. With interesting self-images, mm-hmm. I'm sure.
0: And what about the movies? It, all the movies are either Kirk or Picard,
1: yeah, or this uh, Chris Pine, right?
0: Oh yeah, Chris Pine. Now that's right. Um, young Kirk.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, here's my question to you. Okay. My final thought. All right. Sometimes life is life, and mm-hmm. sometimes you live it, and sometimes you don't. And it's the times that you find yourself not living life. That your life is not worth living. Good night. Um, that's <laughs> my impression of a, a, final, of thought. a final thought. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite part is you looking at me like, what are you doing? <laughs> What's happening? Um, no, just to, like, what is your, ch- I guess, challenge to yourself? This is the question I seem to be asking everybody. Like, on your subject of perception versus image versus intention.
1: To, okay. As you the, go forward my, my in one, this life, My brother, one way of... Sister, sister brother. Yeah. Um, to, to change from, uh, how, to, to change from worrying about how I'm, uh, seen and how I see other people to how I make other people feel and how other people make me feel and to go more based on that. Hmm. Like this person makes me feel good. I'm happy around this person. I want to be around them. And likewise, I walk into a room and I make people feel good, not make them think. Which is where
0: I have been. You just want to blow everyone's minds. I do. Save that for the stage.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm, Interesting. Yeah. Exactly. Someone said all the world's a stage. So that's. Who would say that? That
1: doesn't make any sense. I don't know. Some guy. That's dumb.
0: Billy Shakes, they call (laughs) (laughs) him. That sounds like a homeless man. Yeah. Hey, I'm Billy Shakes. I wrote 39 plays on this MacBook. (laughs) <laughs> you know what If William, That actually makes sense Like Billy Shakes is like a homeless guy Like if you called William Shakespeare Billy Shakes And then you just told people the stories he told you Which were the plots of Shakespeare plays It would sound like something the homeless guy made yeah. up
1: Alright so then the lady She's so in love with the man She dresses up like a man yeah. So she can get close to the man And uh, man,
0: he gets all confused Yes, yeah,
1: cause he, he's attracted but he didn't expect to be
0: attractive. But the thing is, she's posing as a brother. And he's alive. Yeah. And he comes he's back not dead. And everybody's like, oh shit, who's who? So,
1: which one is which?
0: <laughs> Alright, so this dude <laughs> like his okay. His uncle starts fucking his mom, right? Right. And they kill his dad.
1: But yeah. But
0: he's at college the whole time. He yeah, comes back. Yeah. But his girlfriend is crazy. His girlfriend is a crazy bitch. she? But right. she's going to be another? Right. There's this
1: man. He's on an island. Nobody's around. No one's around. And, and then and a he ship. got magic. Yeah, he's all kinds of magic. And then a ship crashes, and there's there's a man on the ship, but and, and the other man, he's got a daughter.
0: She's foxy. <laughs> Yeah, if you just called Billy William Shakespeare <laughs> Billy Shakes and then told the plot of one of his, yeah, just sounds like a, something a homeless dude would say. Yeah, except for the history plays. No, the history plays especially, yeah, especially the come on, place. come on, the history plays. All right, so this one dude, <laughs> he got a hump. He got a hump, and he's pissed about this hump, man. <laughs> so he wants to get in charge, of everybody, and yeah. kill everybody. So Dickie, this man with a hump. Yeah, he, we call him. We call him Tricky Dick. <laughs> Tricky Dick three, tricky tricky dice dice. This is possibly
1: the nerdiest bit we've ever
0: done. <laughs> I don't know about that.
1: <laughs> Maybe I was going to
0: try to do instantly do a nerdy bit, uh, another nerdier bit, but I don't, I don't think it. Well,
1: I think I think that it's not kind of, I think theater nerdism is the 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 Trump nerd because all the other nerd styles are are embraced at this point. Comic book nerd, yeah. Sci fi nerd, we love it know a lot about shakespeare
0: boo leave the
1: party (laughs) well
0: glee's making that popular no it's not um
1: i'm saying i'm saying theater not musical theater because you're right just straight up theater
0: yeah musical theater you can be a nerd about and people are okay with it
1: oh i'm such a musical theater nerd (laughs) yeah
0: i I love dancing and singing west side story but if you're just like so anyway um Mm -hmm. martin mcdonald's latest today Hmm, wow. I'm interested. What about it? Yes. Wait, does well, he have
1: a new one? Yeah. I love
0: him. Mm. He did a play It's called The Pillow Man That, that starred mm-hmm. Michael Stuhlbarg Who mm-hmm. you might remember From A Serious Man Or Boardwalk yeah. Empire No,
1: that was after Lieutenant of Inishmore, Yes, or was it
0: before that? It was after Lieutenant mm-hmm. of yeah, Yes, right. mm-hmm. of the the trilogy mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah mm, so yes. people are un- Unsubscribe, unsubscribe Unsubscribe and, Michael, and Boardwalk Empire Has my four favorite actors on it mm-hmm. Yes, Michael mm-hmm. Stuhlbarg mm-hmm. Michael Pitt Michael Shannon And Michael K. Williams I call them The four guys mm-hmm. that I like you're done (laughs) and seen thank you and that was Eliza Skinner my good friend Um, yes you probably weren't expecting to hear my voice again but I decided to start doing outros on shows because uh, I got some feedback that the endings of shows were too abrupt so here you go I'm uh, wrapping it up for you I hope you learned something (laughs) Uh, also, I uh, something's been bug, bugging me, which is that in Eric Andre's episode, he asked me something about either Spencer Tracy or on Golden Pond, and I put those two together. Spencer Tracy was not in On Golden Pond; he was in Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. It was Henry Fonda that was in On Golden Pond. So anyway, that's been bugging the shit out of me, and uh, now you have that information, then I can sleep tonight. See you next time.